Hello, and welcome to another episode of Scavenger Life. This is episode number 520 at scavengerlife.com. We are sitting in Scavenger Headquarters, <laughs> Lou Ray, Virginia, yes. in the nice cold AC house. And it is hot and muggy outside yeah. today. This really is kind of a game changer for our lives. Yeah. To come into our house and it's actually cool. And it feels nice. It's like 73 degrees, no humidity. It, it's funny, low, like... Low humidity. Any Anybody we told, like, oh, we're getting... Like, our neighbor dro- drove by while they were, you know, the guys were installing the AC. And he's like, what is going on at your house? And I'm like, oh, we're getting air, condition, air conditioning uh, installed. And he goes, you don't have air conditioning? <laughs> he's like, you've never had air conditioning? Yeah. Like... How insane are you? It really We're like, is, what? Yeah. Does everybody I mean, have air conditioning? It's just like we talked about, we go, really is a function of us being scavengers. Like, I don't know, putting off delayed gratification. Yeah. Uh, because was... we did need that money for other things. And I get a lot of nice emails from scavengers that were giving me different opinions. Because, you know, we we went with a pretty nice, like a, like a serious HVAC uh, yeah. System, but yeah, I had scavengers emailing me about like kind of scavengery ways right. to do it, which like, we've kind of done before. Yeah, and we've tried different, you know, like the like the stand up ACs where the vent goes out the window, and yeah, like uh, a room. Is- anyway, this was a way to do it. It's all good. We're happy. Look, for twelve years living in this house, so the the upstairs is like a kind of like an open loft. It's a bedroom and a closet and kind of a living room tiny living room area and a bathroom full bathroom so every single day in the summer especially i would walk upstairs and it would be yeah. way hotter upstairs because right? all the heat goes yeah up there. so i walk upstairs expecting that and yeah. i'm like it feels so good up here yeah. like it, it feels great yeah. <laughs> it's it's very unexpected so let me tell you about scavenging gone wrong okay <laughs> Have, have oh boy. Uh, we ever, ever talked about scavenging gone wrong? Now, I will. I do want to preface this as it wasn't a negative, like, we lost money. No. It, but it was a little bit like, I don't want to do this again. So in some of this writing, you, have act, you haven't actually heard about. So okay. yesterday, okay. Uh, so we're expanding Broad Porch into, like, this downstairs floor. Like, okay. we, we have a cafe, and then there's, like, an under, like, a... Like a floor underneath it, and we were gonna fix. And we've been we're renovating it, and we we're gonna rent it out as just an office space to somebody to just to make a money. Right. Broadports has been so popular that we're actually gonna expand down there, so we can can make more food and have more storage, and so it's and have great. an office. And so I went in on like an auction online, like a kitchen auction, a restaurant like closing yeah. auction. There are tons of them all the time. And I had that problem that I've talked about it before, and I think other people probably know yeah. about this. You know, I'm in a rural area. The a lot of these auctions are in urban areas, right? So if I'm bidding on stuff, it's kind of a weird conundrum. Like if I don't win a lot of stuff, it makes it not a worth it going to go pick up. The small amount of stuff I bought, right. but if I win a small amount of stuff, I still have to pay for it. Yeah, so you're kind of so, like so. If you abandon it, right. you're like, well, they don't really care about that. And then, and then pay. it forces me, you know, do I go all in on this bigger stuff? But then I'm, am I overpaying? And it's just, yeah, it's like a weird equation I have to do in my head. Anyway, I ended up not. I won thirty four dollars of stuff. 
like some baking pans and like this blender. I mean, it was some cool stuff, yep. but it was also two hour drive one way, yep. two hour drive back yep. into the middle of DC, like downtown DC. Downtown DC, like, not in the suburbs. Like I can see the capital of <laughs> right, the you're country like, right. <laughs> and I'm out here in the rural. And I went back and forth, and I was like, yeah, let's let's go for it. You know, it's I can use this stuff. Right. Plus, we were like, let's find another reason to get something on Craigslist. That was all you. And then we needed, a, like, another nice chair so for one of our rentals. Yeah. And it, you found a, a, a West Elm chair. Yeah, nice. kind of a cushy little, like, chair for that the was, corner of a bedroom. That had also been downtown. Perfect, right? It's a good deal. In quotes. (laughs) Perfect. It kind of made me like, I'll just go for it. So I'm going downtown, and uh, it's a Saturday. And, you know, it's been the pandemic all year. And and I've been into town uh, for other auctions, and it's been great. Because no one's driving. Everyone's at home. (laughs) And so it's like smooth sailing. And I have no problem driving into an urban area when it's smooth sailing. Right. It's easy. You just Man, sail right in. Things were back open. Yeah. I mean, it was Saturday, and it was like bumper-to-bumper traffic. And if anyone knows the Northern Virginia area, I-66 is always a nightmare. Probably Ugh. for the 12 years we've lived here, it's always been under construction. It's still under construction. They're widening <laughs> it. They're, They're expanding and, it out. And it's just a mess. And so here's the deal. And this is the part I haven't told you about. Oh, no. So I'm driving... And it's bumper to bumper, like it's like a parking lot. And it's, Mm. you know, five lanes on one side, five lanes on the other. And here's the thing. There are two kinds of people in the world. There are people who have had a panic attack, and there are people that have not had a panic attack. Mm. And if you haven't had a panic attack, you're kind of like, bro, just like relax, chill out. Yeah, you you don't know what it is. You know, like why are you so anxious and (laughs) nervous? Everything's fine. But if you have had a panic attack, you kind of know what I'm talking about. So I get panic attacks when I feel claustrophobic. Of course. So if I feel like I'm enclosed. You're trapped. And it's not a phobia. So just to make that clear, like I've, I live my life and I deal with it in the sense of like I do normal stuff. We fly airplanes. Yeah. I get on elevators. I drive in tunnels. I yeah, drive yeah. for bridges. You know, these are all the things that people with claustrophobia can feel. Right. Because they don't like being stuck. Yeah. But when I was in the middle of traffic. Yeah. And I couldn't get anywhere. And there's construction and there's no uh, shoulders. There's no shoulders. So you're stuck. Right. Like the uh, there's no way to get off. Yeah. And that's what starts going through my head. And that's a weird thing with panic attacks is like. It kind of comes from the outside. Like, I see what's happening. Right. Like, I'm very conscious. I'm like, you know, I don't like this. Yeah. And I'm like, I know my body doesn't like this. And, you know, and then I just tell myself, it's not a big deal. Like, you'll get through this. Like, Google Maps says it's going to clear up in, like, a mile. Yeah. No big deal. It does not matter. matter. It, like, it happens without me being able to yep. do anything. And then when that panic attack hits, it's like you get uh, tunnel v- yes. v- vision. Yep. It feels like you're kind of having a heart attack. Yep. And every cell in my body is like, I got to get out of here. I'm freaking out. And it's almost like I can't even function. Yeah. Right? So, But at the same time, my conscious self is like, I got to keep this together. 
You know, I got to drive this car. I, I'm <laughs> like driving. the only person in this car <laughs> and there's nowhere to go. Yeah. And so anyway, that's what I had to deal with. And, you know, I muscled through it. I mean, I've done it on an airplane yeah. before where I've had a panic attack where I want to get off this airplane. Yeah. I just have to like... Like there's nowhere. Deal with I know. It. Airplanes are really hard. You're and like, then, there's nowhere to go. <laughs> you know, and like... You know, it seems like I read one every three to six months. I'll see like a little blip in the the paper in the online news yeah. where it's like, you know, man arrested on airplane <laughs> by FBI That's because you. he was trying to open up the door. And, and you like, know, it's weird. Like, it's always like, oh, you know, he must be a terrorist. Like, he's like mentally ill. I'm like, yeah. no, that guy was having a panic attack. And, and he freaked out. He, his flight or fight or flight kicked in yep. and he was like, I got to get off yeah. this thing. Yeah. So anyway, that would that was my thing. So I get through it, and then I'm downtown, and there's no parking. If anyone knows oh downtown DC, and then I get to the auction, and like they give me, they didn't even have all the stuff I bought, and then the oh, stuff so they gave annoying. me was so gross and dirty, and I'm like, this was the dumbest decision I made yeah. in a long time to come all the way down here for this for garbage, this for this for garbage the, the good the good stuff that you wanted. <laughs> You got a bid on, number one. And then the other second good stuff you wanted wasn't there when you got there. Good thing is I got that chair, which was right down the street. So that was, it was a great $300 chair we got for 90 Fine. And then then I was thinking like, I got to go right back I got to drive home. On I-66 and it's the same thing. It's like, uh, and then, you know, once you've had a panic attack, all your body's very like sensitive to like... It happening again. again because it feels so. You're fresh. nervous it's going to happen again, right. so you're like kind of freaked out. It's also. like you're you have fear of the fear. Right, right. Anyway, right. it's just you know, I don't take medication for it. Although nothing wrong with taking medication, it's just one of those things where I just have to deal with it. And and yeah, I and, and I've had this since I was a little kid. I totally understand what you're going through because I've dealt with anxiety and panic attacks too. So. I didn't know that that happened, but I can also imagine that, and this has happened before, with the combination of travel and just generalized stress of like trying to get stuff done and having a lot to do can cause that to happen. Yeah. And I just think, to me, I just have to be very aware of it and just be like, it's kind of like, it's one of those things you can't, I can't. Have, I can't try and control everything. I think that's a big part of it, right. you know. And so that's I just a huge have part to like, of it. You know, uh, I don't know why my brain is like just sit in traffic for you know an hour. Like it's not a big deal. Like I have AC. I have like podcasts. It's fine. But there's another part of my brain's like, but what if I want to leave? And, yeah, and you can't. And it's yeah. a weird. It's not rational, and it really is like an. It's almost like an outside physical yes. feeling that like. I can't just meditate away. Well, it's almost like it's happening to you. You're like, this is happening to me and I cannot control it and I can't control the outside world. Although I will say, you know, I used to have panic attacks on the express train in New York City because you are stuck in a tunnel um, and it doesn't stop for a while. And, uh, you know, there is sort of a thought like if you need to get off the train at the next stop, Although it's inconvenient, you know, and you're like going to get somewhere not on time. You're like, you do it. I've done that before where I'm like, I got to get out and I just like get out and walk, you know. 
Um, yeah. So anyway, it, if I had to redo my day yesterday, I would have trusted my gut because, mm. because my gut was just like mm. right off the thirty-four dollars. It, it's not worth it to yeah. go through all that day, and I should have just been like whatever. But yeah, you know, live and learn. Uh, and it also just reminds me of when I was driving back. Just you know, once I get out of Northern Virginia and I get into like the countryside, which oh my God. isn't really that far. I know it's really not that far. It makes me feel so good. Like, oh, I love our area. I love being in a little a rural town. I never thought I would, but I get it. It's just there's like a dividing line at, on the highway where like you you hit this certain town. Basically, it's like Gainesville. It's like right outside Gainesville. It's just like trees. Like right. there aren't any more condos. Right. <laughs> like everyone already got off the highway. There's, You're there's like there's no more strip malls. Anyone who's like driving that direction of 66 has like a canoe on the top of there. You know, and you're like, yeah. It's just me. Like I can stop wherever yeah. I want. I know all the places. And it really is interesting. I think if you are a scavenger. I mean, we've talked about this before. We moved from San Francisco to this little tiny town. Yeah. And it was kind of geographic arbitrage. To yes. Make, to, to have a funny word. Just where, you know, instead of paying a lot of money in an urban air, area, we could be in a small place. And it's like cheaper rent. Yeah. Cheaper houses. Yeah. Cheaper. You, you can buy. Food. <laughs> buildings. I mean, yep. and honestly, it's really in America. It's about... 90 miles, yeah, 100 miles outside of any urban area, just prices for everything go way down. And the yeah. farther you're willing to be from an urban area, the cheaper it often is. I mean, not there's always exceptions because places are touristy or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, and as a scavenger, it's kind of perfect. Uh, especially it's cheap to start a business. I yep. mean, we would have never have even thought about opening up a coffee shop in San Francisco yeah, <laughs> or New York. I mean, it's like, what? The other thing, too, is so many urban, I mean, so many small towns in America have been emptied out, yes. you know, because young people, they graduate and leave. All the manufacturing that happened in these little small towns, Went overseas. a lot of it is gone, mm-hmm. although some of it still exists. Um, you know, a lot of buildings are run down. And so mm-hmm. there's almost no competition right. for what you want to do. We find in our experience, the uh, uh, the l- local people are very happy we're here. Yeah. You know? And the people that are in charge of the town, uh, you know, are, are willing to help us. Yeah. You know, I mean, not help us monetarily, but help us just like... To it well, make sure we have done. everything we need. Do it right. Get things done. Right. And, uh, you know, I I, th- I think the only caveat to that is just like, to, you know, to really be careful about not being gross and think it's not about just coming and taking everything without like adding anything to the community. Well, what we've been seeing with the pandemic is, you know, real estate prices have gone way up. Not crazy like Northern Virginia prices, but like, I mean, there's a house. five. It's percent higher. 25% yeah. or like um, I saw a house that I like posted on my Instagram feed where I was like, this house sold in 2016 for $80,000. Um, it's a vacation rental, but you could live there. It's 800 square feet. 
It's tiny. It has no land. And, you know, a week ago, they listed it for double the price, like one seventy five. Um, and they didn't renovate it. They did nothing to it. Like Are it looks exactly flipping it. They're just flipping. Well, they it. bought it in 2016, uh, uh, and so it's a vacation rental. So yeah. they're like, but they didn't. Do, that's what. That's where the market is right now. Where you're like, in 2016, yeah. they bought it for eighty thousand, ran it as a rental, didn't renovate it. It looks yeah. like garbage, and they're like, okay, uh, put one seventy five on it. Yeah, I don't know if it'll sell for that much, but it probably will. It might. It's yeah. just like what? Yeah. What? Good for them, but yeah, I mean, no, it's just. I think the thing, though, I, I I think it is interesting if you're willing to, if you're trying to figure out your own equation. Right. One option right. is actually leaving an right. urban area to a rural area, yeah, and then becoming part of that town, you know? yeah. And it's uh, there's a lot of opportunity and a lot of cool things to happen, especially if you're self. Sustaining, I think that's a thing. I mean, when right. when we moved here, it was just like me and you could be anywhere. It doesn't like, really whatever, matter. Yeah. Like I don't need a Starbucks or uh, anything fancy. I don't need any of that stuff. I just need to be with you, and so uh, we could be. So we could be in the small town, and then we could make it happen. I right. think it would be tough. We've talked about it as before. It'd be tough if you were like a single person to move to a little uh, country area. It'd be tough because... And I've seen... We have a couple <laughs> friends, actually, who, who dated each other for one second. Yeah. And then... There isn't a big dating pool. Yeah, like... like of a social I've scene. seen them. I've yeah. seen them both struggle with trying to find their place. Um, right. So, yeah. So I definitely get that. Yeah. And we have other friends who are married and who have kids who moved here from, like, Richmond. It really is, like, pioneers almost like yeah. you see in the films where you have to go somewhere and you have to you, make you just, everything from scratch you're just like in the middle of nowhere. well i so i was at this meeting <laughs> socially I'm, yeah i'm on one of the uh boards the local boards and um we all went to the brewery after because one of our board members was like leaving and retiring retiring in quotes from a <laughs> volunteer board but um so I met this new couple uh, that had just moved here from the city and they were talking about all this cool stuff like, you know, oh, I'd love to, <laughs> I'd love to have like a gluten-free bakery here. And like, you know, her husband made charcuterie like, you know, meats for fun. And I'm just like, y'all, look, like if you want those things to happen, you got to. Right. Do it and create a thing because that stuff is not here yet. Right. I mean, some people do some of those things, but and we're starting to see those pop up. But I find, and we know this from like lots of people we know, where they're like, "Oh, what if there was this and that?" And you're like, "If you want that to happen here, you have to do it." Well, I think the cool thing is, is like, which it, is awesome. I think it can happen. You know, it can so, happen. Yeah. Right. You, you it just, just it. sometimes people are like, "It'd be cool to hang yeah. out at a place like this," and you're like, "Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. do it." But yeah. Um, yeah, you know, and, and then the other thing I was thinking is uh, just kind of a different thought. With scavengers, it's kind of like, I find like there are some people who are really good at finding stuff. Yeah. You know, yep. we, we talked about it. There are people who just, and they I love it. They love the treasure hunting, good at finding stuff. Then there are some people who are really good at like organizing and storing stuff. Yeah. I know those people too. That's like you. But scavengers are like the right perfect mix it's a right blend of finding, 
organizing, and then listing it. Selling, selling it. Being up. Selling it. Yeah. And and those are skills that anyone hearing this, I mean, those are skills that that you have, and they seem so obvious to all of us. Yeah. Like, of course. It's not obvious for most people. Most people don't have all three of those skills at the same time. I mean, they may understand it, but they don't really. Yeah. It's like all of us speak a language very easily. Yeah. That other people just can't talk, you know. Yeah, like I'm. Other people can't speak. Can't. <laughs> I can't talk. Are you an yeah. English major? Right. <laughs> yes, you are. Um, so I'm looking at a pile of stuff that actually that we got from the brewery. They were like, they got all new whatever glasses and stuff. Like these were weird sized glasses that they had from like an auction. So they were like, just take it out of here. So I'm looking at it and like what you and I did this morning was we cleaned out one of our rooms and we're like, okay, let's organize this stuff as we are going to sell it. So here's a box of these interesting, not pint glasses. They're smaller than a pint. I don't know why they had those. Um, And then these little wood things that they had that someone else would probably use. And you sort of like, you know, at first I saw the pile that you brought home from the brewery and I was like, I don't even know what to, this just looks like a jumble of garbage, which, you know we've made our living on a jumble of garbage, but so then you start going through it. Like you say, organizing, okay, I will sell this as this. I will sell this as this. Right. I will market this as this. Cause who would need this? Okay. Let's figure it out. And then you do what you say. You take photos, you store it and you ship it when it sells. Um, like you said, there are people that stop at each process and they're like, well, what do I do now? Yeah. How do I, I don't want to do that other part. <laughs> right. Or yeah. Right. Like we've known people who will pick up something and be like, oh, this is so cool. It'd be look so good on like a, a mantle or something. Right. At someone's house. But they could never go through the process. They're like, but what am I going to. Of listing it or, you know. It's almost like in, it's funny because I feel like list it and forget it sort of helps us with this. Uh, sort of existential crisis that some people have. And I do too sometimes where you're like, is anyone ever going to buy that? You know, like, does anybody even care? Like, is that just going to sit on the shelf till I die? Right. But but we can't let that stop us. And once it's up and it's It's back in our storage. Forget it. It's like, forget it. it, Forget it. And you know what? I don't have to worry about when it's going to sell. Right. Because it will sell. Yeah, like I'm sure we have plenty of examples it this will week. Always sell. Right. <laughs> there, there are examples this week of stuff we sold where I was like, yep. "Man, I looked at that in a box and I thought, who the heck is gonna buy this?" And they did. So a couple things on eBay. Uh, Beth on our forum talked about that time away. Time away. eBay had started this year. It's like vacate new version of vacation settings. And it's a good. It's like it's a good concept. I'm glad eBay understood that people want the ability to say, "I'm going to go away for two weeks," but you can still buy. It's just not going to get shipped till X date. The problem is, among other things, is that it doesn't allow. It doesn't um, affect if someone buys global. Shipping, right? Uh, That's crazy. Or items that are a local pickup, mm. you know, things like that. So if someone buys something, global well, local pickup. Shipping, I mean, local pickup. True is sort of unlimited. Where you're like, true. If I'm not home, you can't get it anyway. Right. But global shipping, I sell global shipping all the time. That right. would not be a good thing. That's so right. weird, right? 
So anyway, it's just uh, it's one thing. It is a, a, a little bit weird. Like again, we're gonna go away soon for yeah. two weeks. So I'll change my. I'm and gonna we're just have gonna to do it the old fashioned way. Yeah. Just, just, just change your handling time through. Uh, well, it's business policies. Business so policy. it used to be I would edit my entire store item by item. I mean, granted, it would be in bulk, so I was able to do five hundred at a time. But now I just change business policies. It gets a little bit yeah. wonky where, like, if some listing needs an update, it like won't change those ones, and mm. you have to like go update them and then change them. Right. Um, but overall, it's pretty seamless. Where you're like. Okay, you know, these 5,000 listings, change them. Right, so no longer is it 500 at a time. It's just the business policy, yeah, generally. Uh, Okay, let's talk about our numbers for the week. Yeah, (laughs) how how was it? (laughs) So we sold 20 items. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. I know, it's not a lot, right? But our gross sales were $1,021, 22 cents. But that's that's including... Fees and shipping and taxes. Net sales. Money in our pocket. $713.42. My God. A little bit better than last week. But yeah, 1000 bucks is what we're aiming for. So it is definitely slow season right now. And we still are in the kind of auto mode right now while we focus on our coffee business. But yeah. I'll take that money any day of the week. Yep. Um, and the good news is, is so our coffee shop has been open now for two-ish months or so a little bit more than two months it's like two months we are two months already all four of us partners are are already making profit in our pocket yeah paying ourselves which which is a great feeling yeah you know yeah that uh we're not having to float this coffee business for you know a long time it's already making money it's incredible although i will say it's always so difficult to like stack income like you know i want eBay to like always make X right. amount of dollars, our rentals X amount of dollars, and then now there's coffees X, you know, and just stack all the income on each other. Why do you mean it's difficult to stack it? Well, I mean, look, we're not putting as much money, as much time into eBay. Right. And I don't know if that's affecting our sales or not. I see what you're saying. Like, like, like your time is limited. Right. I mean, you can only, yeah, right. exactly. Right. Well, so you, you hope, <laughs> I mean, look, with the coffee, the coffee business, you know, we still are, we don't work at the cafe, so... Those are hours we don't put in, but we are supplemental. Like you're outfitting the entire basement. You got all yeah. four refrigerators moved down a block and a set of stairs. Ooh, yeah. Oh my God. I'll like, do that any day than sit in traffic. So. <laughs> sit in traffic. Yeah, exactly. And have a panic attack. Right. Um, and it was funny because you were like, okay, these guys are coming at 530 and at like five o'clock, I was like, okay, I'm going home. I yeah. do not want to see any of this happen. Like right. it's way too stressful for me to even think about. I'll roast the coffee. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Um, I think we are trying to find that balance where we make steady income on eBay, steady income in yeah. the eBay business, and our, our rentals are going great. So yeah. it's no problem there. But, you know, it's just trying it's just to balance time. all that, trying to get things automated. I think it, it, once we find another person to help us uh, take pictures on eBay, that, yeah. that'll be better. Although I don't have a second to list stuff on eBay. Although I... I did yesterday, so I had to run a bunch of errands, and you were running in town. So this was my idea. Wait, I didn't even finish my sentence. And I sat down in our air-conditioned house and um, 
listed some stuff on eBay. All right. Literally like five things. With our cats who don't understand the AC, but they love it. The cats will not go outside. They're like, why would I go outside when it's so nice in here? So here's my idea. I think our the good thing is our coffee business is starting to kind of like take care of itself like like there aren't as and as as many emergencies well it helps you know. that everything's downstairs right. right and there's like now a flow and employees are better trained and you yeah. know everything's i think much better i think we could maybe start doing an ebay day i would like to do an ebay day and maybe we do it old school if you better get your camera out. Where <laughs> I we we do one day and we sit in the office and I'll take pictures of ten items and you a list ten things. Yeah, I think I think you look like old man Marty on the forum where he's yeah. like goal to right. list three things, goal achieved. I'm like right. that's great because and if I'm like I can list ten things today, ten, right. Right. not twenty. Right, and and we'll and and I'll only take ten. Yeah. Like, like, like ten the best of the like best. Take an hour, right? Because yeah. that's all we have. Right. Do an hour. Like you go in, you take the photos. Yeah. Take find an the hour. Coolest stuff. Okay. Like <laughs> you're so weird. <laughs> like the coolest stuff. You're like yeah. just whatever's in no, front no, no, of no, you. No, no, just no. do it. Only the coolest stuff oh because that's what keeps well, you interested. Well, I I do. So when I'm listing. <laughs> I tried to do a mixture of like, oh, this is an interesting right. thing versus this is a crystal ball that I could give a flying. Well, I think that's why. Out. I mean, it's your. Although I will, I will sell a crystal ball. I mean, if you're making fun of me, but that's important for this to be <laughs> it is. sustainable. I need to take pictures of things that are cool and interesting, <laughs> and you, I assume, don't want just like ten. Birthday cards or something like All that. Oh, birthday cards? Well, no, I'm just kidding. Okay, so, but think about it, though. If it's only 10 things... Right. To me, I'm kind of like, it's okay if it's boring things if it's just no. 10. No. The, One day, but the, the next day stuff. it has to be... You're still not <laughs> this guy. All you have to say is, yeah. I don't want to agree. Why can't it be the coolest I don't want to agree. Why are you afraid of... Let cool stuff into your life, Ryan. Well, there's a lot of stuff in my office that I'm like... Right. And that's... Okay. You know what? Think about what's stacked up on the couch. There's like... Can we break this... Can we break this down? (laughs) That's one problem. Is that there's a lot of stuff in your office... Right. That has been there for a long time. That we're like... It's not cool. So like, we need to get rid of it. I, that's what I'm saying. Get and a so, trash bag. So we either store it yes. away for later into a death pile or mm-hmm. we just donate it. I have. And so that's, so I mean, I'm, I'm, stop, I don't want jokes right now, but that's serious, you know, and that's yeah. how keeps well, stuff from start. I'm serious. Taking over our life. And also the other thing is I just need help doing that. Absolutely. Um, this week when we got the air conditioning installed, I had to empty our closet because they had to run a line through our cl- – like our closet yeah. goes throughout our whole upstairs. Right. People might know this if you have like a weird shape roof. And so they had to run a line through the closet. So I had to take everything. I, I'm talking 12 years worth of stuff that I'm like, what is, even is this? I mean it wasn't that bad, but like we had a TV box up there from the first TV we ever bought. Which yeah. died like two years ago. I'm like, why do I have this box up here? But um, 
so I went through a bunch of stuff up there. Most of it was like construction stuff. And I was like, Probably like get rid of it. Like like half a and... half a bag of unsanded grout. I'm like, yep. I I'm either throwing this away or donating it to like yep. whatever. So that was good because that was yep. like my initial like now I get rid of this stuff. And, you know, I think that this is a normal thing for anybody is, like, you can't always have a perfect minimal life. Right. It's just how it happens in life. You know, you're busy. Stuff starts kind of piling up in a corner. You throw it in a closet. And then you, you, the, you hope, or at least for us, we had these times when we do purges. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, let's clean this closet out. Get rid of yeah. sanding grout from eight years ago. Yes. Like, we don't need this. Uh you know, but this tube of caulk, I will. I will use this, this and I'll uh, put it in a place. But you know, you you put like I don't know, it's like that. Who's that Japanese lady? Marie Kondo. Like, you know, are you you know? Does it yeah. bring joy? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's like a logic to it. But anyway, that's what I w- would like to to do it with eBay. It's like, let's go back to having like one day a week where we do this. Yeah. No, I I would like that because I feel, especially not having a helper. I feel like stuff's piling up. Even yeah. just like like the stuff from the brewery has been sitting there for like I mean, a month and a half. We're not even scavenging that hard. I know. We're not even getting that And we still are getting yeah. death piles like I couldn't believe. It's just it's just incredible. It's like you don't – like I went to a yard sale yesterday and got five items. But those right. five items are sitting on the floor of my office now. So can the title of this episode be – only cool stuff. No, the title is Only When cool Scavenging stuff. Goes Bad. <laughs> okay. You you set it up in the first minute. When scavenging. Uh, but then what's interesting is then you talked about geographic arbitrage. Uh-huh. And that's when scavenging goes good. So yeah, it's sort of right. like. Uh, okay. A couple things we sold of, of note. Out of the 20 things. Yeah. We sold a print. Like yes. a piece of art for $150. I took it off. Nice. And then we sold, which I think is probably the best sale because I don't understand. It's something I do not understand. We sold these a little, uh, it's finials, right? Yeah, finials. A finial? Yeah. That's for $50. Why don't you understand that? It's just. Are you cukey? It seems like a lot of money. And what does someone do with that? Okay, so. Explain what. I'm going to give this context for where we are sitting right now. Okay. We are sitting at our kitchen table. Right. Next to me is a book that is about two inches thick called The Maine House. Maine is in the state of Maine in the United States, right? All I see is rustic wood. Okay. Okay. I I, I, I understand. Let me talk. Let me talk. Okay, next to you is a stack three inches thick of these really fancy magazines called The World of Interiors. I love it. Where it's all eclectic designers. It's like these beautiful homes. Insane, super high-end paired with, as Jenna Lyons would say, high-low. Right. High-end, low-end. Okay. Why would someone buy old wood finials that have yeah. like cracked, painted for fifty dollars, twenty five dollars each? I just answered my own question. <laughs> Design. What do you do? I mean, where does a okay, finial go? So a finial could go on a piece of furniture. Like, okay. say you have a bed that has like posters on it, right? And you're like, they they have the screws on them, so gotcha. you would just drill a hole and screw okay. them in. 
You could put them on. I'm going to give you so many examples. I right feel now. like I'm being, I mean, scolded. <laughs> You're being scolded. It's just like okay, at the end of two wood curtain rods, right. you could put them there, and they would look amazing. Um, let's see. On top of those are the only two. On top of two lamps? Ooh, lamps. Like, they're so... So, finials also, you're like, what is a finial? Why would I... Yeah. I, I understand that question. But at the same time, I think you truly do understand why... I think I think the one curious thing, like you're saying, is why would someone pay $50 for that? Because, let's cross our fingers, they don't return them. It is perfect for their project. It's awesome. Whatever that project right. is. It solved, like... And I get right. that. We'll we'll be in the middle of a project, and I'm like, I need this thing. I'm right. like, how much is it? Let's do Just it. get it. We need it. Let's go for it. Like, like I often am. So we bought a vanity sink for the downstairs uh, basement level of this building, and it came with these, like, super shiny, kind of ugly chrome handles. And I was like, you know what I want? I want two matte black metal, basically, they call them, like, bar handles, like... They, they, they're just, they're all over the place now. They're like a super modern look. And I was like, those would look great there, but they, they need to be a particular size. I want them matte black and I want them to be about this price. And I would like to buy it from someone on eBay so that I'm like buying from a seller that has like just a bunch of hardware. And I found that person and I bought them. Cool. You know, some people might be like, well, why did you pay, you know, $23 for those handles when they cost X amount somewhere else? And I'm like, well... Those were the ones I wanted, yeah. you know? I wanted to buy from an individual like me on eBay. Well, you know what, Ryan? Now I understand. I think you already understood. Thanks for explaining You to already me. understood. Uh, scavenge of the week. I just wanted to mention this one thing. If you went to like a local kind of like yard sale thing yeah. done by uh, a thrift store. Yeah. And they did. I unfortunately was having a panic attack. <laughs> but I was at a Virginia. yard sale. <laughs> they were having like a fashion show. It was uh, so cute a thrift it was store hol- fashion store it was just so hilarious it was, it was outside in a field right well so there was it was really hot out yesterday so um they had like a tent you know like a pop-up tent and mm-hmm. everyone kind of came up to the tent and like walked around but the hilarious thing was you're like the outfits i mean you're like they the, the idea is they got this at the thrift store right. like this outfit but it's just like a shirt with flowers on it, it khakis and some sandals, and you're like... Like it hadn't been like a prom dress or like something fancy. <laughs> it was just like, you know, Paul is wearing khakis and a polo shirt and gray sneakers. That literally was one of the outfits. Yeah. And and everyone, you know, no one's clapping because no one knows what to do. And right. it was all like, you know, elderly people right. sitting in the shade. And there's me on the side with like my bag of junk that I just bought being like, woo! Like trying to encourage everyone. <laughs> I just like laughed so hard. It was, but the funny thing is everyone took it totally seriously. Right. That was what was so hilarious. Cool. You're like, this is the cutest thing ever. Good. Yep. Yep. It was great. Too bad I missed it. I know. You would have loved it. But it is good just to just see the world open back up, you know, like yeah. all these things that uh, we, it, we forget that we could do, you know. Yeah. Like it, it was really fun just seeing people out and about. I mean, obviously we run a cafe and we all wear masks while we're working and when we're there. Um, and I still wear a mask basically everywhere in public. Um, Even though we are vaccinated. We are vaccinated, um, you know, but there 
people are still getting COVID. People who are vaccinated are still getting COVID. So I'm kind of like, I would like to not get COVID. (laughs) So I'm going to try not to. Yep. Uh, Okay. Um, Customer issues, none. Everyone was happy. I think I have one. I got a return last night, but it was for fit. For for a pair of clothes. Yeah. And he even said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's too nice. small. Was like, uh, okay. okay. Let's take comments or questions that people send okay. this week. You can email us an audio file from your phone. Our email is thescavengerlife at gmail.com. Or you can call our voicemail line and leave a message. The phone number is 540-407-8486. Hello, this is Dennis uh, in Tupelo, Mississippi. Thanks for all you do with your program. I really uh, get a lot from it. I'm calling today just to ask if other people are having current problems with the U.S. post office. I've had over the last couple of weeks four to five unique problems. Uh, first, they scan things delivered instead of scan picked up. I've had some things that weren't scanned at all from the carrier nor the local post office, but didn't get scanned until they reached a regional office. And I've got uh, three items right now that have taken way more than two to three days that is uh, expected for priority mail. But I guess there's no recourse unless you know of uh, something that I'm not aware of. But at any rate, thanks for the effort and putting together the program. Have a good day. Yes. Hello, Dennis. Yes. Uh, I have seen those issues as well. Most of my issues have cleared up for the moment. Um, I was seeing first class take really long. I was seeing some priority items basically get lost um, and then show up one month later. Don't know why. Um, What you can do is, so I've had that issue where the people picking up um, uh, scan it as delivered at your home address. Mm. So it's like delivered, Luray, Virginia. And like People freak out. They're like, it got delivered to some random place in Virginia. I'm like, that's my house and it's a mistake. And the the tracking should pick up soon on those ones. It sucks because customers freak out. So it says, it. Del- so then the Instead next of picked scan, up, the next scan is like, like, now it's at your regional okay. whatever. Gotcha. It's really, yeah. yeah, it's confusing. So that's annoying. Um, an issue that I was having was there were some substitute carriers uh, on the weekends and on some weekdays. And <laughs> it was last Saturday. I had requested a pickup on the computer. I had the flag up and I had a note mm. in the mailbox that said where my boxes are. My boxes are here. They still didn't pick them up. Mm. And so I saw the sub yesterday because I happened to be here, so it was Saturday. And the poor girl, she gets out of her truck and she's just walking around the yard. Oh, no. Where am I going? And I'm like, hi, yeah. these are where my boxes are. Well, you got to teach people. Yeah, and she was like, yeah. oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I just yeah. don't. And I was like, I I said, sometimes I can't do the online thing because nothing yeah. sold overnight, whatever. Um, so the other, I do want to say the other thing that you can do is if priority mail or any mail actually – is doesn't get a scan for I think it's the 15th day from the first scan you can open a lost mail case and what happened to me is I had a package that had no scan after 15 it was 15 days I filed a um a case they refunded me so it's basically an insurance claim and then two days later it got delivered 
Um, So it was over a month. Sorry, it was more than two days. It was like, whatever, the month mark, it got delivered. Um, But it sat in my regional office for a month, Mm -hmm. basically. No idea why. I will say, and I always do like to say this, that we generally like the post office. I love the post office. It's amazing what they do. It's amazing more stuff doesn't get lost. It's unfortunate. It seems like they're going through a bad patch. Yes. Uh, A leader, I don't know, might not be the best right now. And so hopefully they get their stuff together. But, uh, yeah. you know, it's just, you know, it's a lot of, it's, you know, it's a lot of, it's, it's a big deal. Like, take this thing, take it way over there, do it quick and do it and cheap. And do it cheap. Like, amazing. To uh, every single address in the United States. You know, I know with people who live in places where they don't have regular post office people, like it's always subs or it's yeah. always changing, that must be difficult. I know for us... Yeah. We have like our people. Like, yeah, like they, my lady. They know us. We know them. It's good to always talk to your post office person. Make sure they're, you know, we're giving them the stuff in the easiest way. Like right. we, we always put stuff in like these Ikea, Ikea bags, bags so they can just grab them and go. Yeah. So it's good to like treat them like our partners. Right. As they are. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I will say there have been instances where for whatever reason, the prices for a box going somewhere is cheaper on UPS ground, um, or FedEx ground. And I've been using those a lot lately. Uh, however, uh, sometimes UPS and FedEx don't want to pick up at my pickup places, Mm. not at my house, but at our local like pickup place. So I've seen delays there too, where they're like, yeah, we just don't have room on the truck. Yeah. I mean, so, so it's not, it's not just the post office. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, That's it for the calls. So a, a bit of talky coffee talk. Toffee, talkie. <laughs> Toffee, call. Um, yeah, so we are actually working on expanding our uh, coffee shop to uh, our bottom floor. So we're right. building like a little bakery down there. That's essentially uh, what we're building. Yeah. Oh, you got you to gotta talk about your Craigslist, what you got on Craigslist for free. What I get on The Craigslist. oven. Oh, yeah. I got it. <laughs> you double. forgot. You went to D.C. twice I this know, week. No I wonder know. you had a panic attack. Yeah. Oh, so, my God. Uh, I got a double oven. Right. For our a new bakery for free. Some guy in uh, Great Falls, Virginia. It was like Richie Rich It's town. like this neighborhood where like people's houses are like little castles. You they're said like that. Those, You're like, they're like castles. They're like those houses you see like in England where they're like kind of... Like, off into the distance. Where there's like all this acreage <laughs> and they're kind of off and they have like... You know, these like big like stone fences. You're like, wow, people. What is this? It's amazing. So anyway, this guy was giving rid of a Gen Air double oven. I mean, it's like. He needs some cleaning. It's dirty. It's probably 20 years old. (laughs) How old do you think it is? Yeah, yeah, it's probably like but early 2000s, which is now nice. 20 years ago. So anyway, um, it's nice. It's good. It's so exciting. so that's exciting because right. we're like, wow. Right. This is going to work for downstairs. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's always a difficult thing. You're trying to find like, hey, what do we invest in new? Right. What can we buy used? You know, we need like stainless steel tables, a three-way sink. A three-way sink, know. get it all installed. Uh, Run a 220 over to where the oven's going to be. Yeah, it, 
it can it's all be thing. it can all be very expensive, but uh, it will allow us to expand our food, have someone baking the whole time instead of right now right. we are open and then we have to close and then somebody comes in and bakes right and then has to clean up. So or someone comes it. two hours early and starts baking right you know like early in the morning right. right. So those so are it's all good. Things. It's uh you know it's just like eBay. It's like you. You start the business lean and mean, and then you're like, this is going good. I need more space. I need to yeah. hire somebody. Exactly. You know, I need a better camera. You know, right, all right. those things. Exactly. Uh, okay. And if you want to support us, the best way is to go to broadporchcoffee.com. And buy coffee. Yep. And buy coffee from us. You can get a monthly subscription. Um, two so, pounds. Two pounds. Right. <laughs> do two pounds. Do two pounds. Like if or, you drink coffee for a living like us, yeah, uh, two, pounds two pounds would get you through a month. But you can also do a 12-ounce bag. But that way, yeah. you know, it will automatically come to you every month. And it, you can choose like uh, either one particular kind of coffee every single or month. Surprise. Or surprise. They say, surprise me, yeah, which is always fun. I just want a light roast. So anyway. Yep. yep. We're roasting tomorrow. It's yep. going to be fresh. Get your orders in. At broadporchcoffee.com. Okay. Anyway, this podcast is ending. Three, two, one. Bye. Bye.